Why do you think so many people have gotten away from the practice of the faith? It's a complicated question with numerous contributing factors that great theologians and sociologists ponder. But today I'll propose one that the scholars have overlooked. It's Wiley E. Coyote's fault. Remember him from Looney Tunes, the coyote that always chased after Roadrunner? It's his fault. Because invariably, time after time again, in this pursuit, he would end up blowing himself off, falling off a cliff, or in some other way, ending in a terrible demise. And then we would see, and you know how it went, little wings would sprout out, and he'd float up into the clouds, and there would be harp music. Harps and clouds. I like them. I like harp music. I like puffy clouds for about 20 minutes. Who the heck wants that for all eternity? No wonder people don't practice the faith. If the faith is in the business of helping get people to heaven, if heaven's not something that they want. But, but, good news is, Heaven is something that we want. The good news is that which motivated those early Christians that we hear of in the Acts of the Apostles, that heaven is not as Warner Brothers would have it made out to be, but as John tells us in the book of Revelation. Look back to the second reading. I, John, saw a new heaven and a new earth. Skip a bit. Ah, and then the sea was no more. And skip a bit more. It was as if a bride prepared and adorned for her husband. Those three I'd like to pose for you today for our pondering. First, the sea was no more. I had spent this past week in the outskirts of Chicago on beautiful St. Mary's Lake very aptly named. It was a very holy place. Absolutely stunning. I liked being there. I went there early in the morning, late at night. It was, I was supposed to be in the conferences. I did go to the conferences, but I wanted to be out. We love that, don't we? We love being by the water. Not the early Christians, not the Jewish people, not the people of the Bible, because the sea in the scriptures is a sign of chaos. These were people that were used to the desert. So to get into the sea was terrifying. The place of dragons on some ancient maps. So that it says that the sea was no more. It's not that all the beauty of walks on the beach and the beautiful piers like I was at are gone. It's that the chaos is over. How about it? Have you felt like life has been a little chaotic lately? Heaven is the end of chaos. What's the old headstones say? Rest in peace. Not just a slumber, not just a sleep, but to, to rest in the peace of an end of that which is violent and 
tumultuous. The sea was no more. That sounds pretty good. Even better, to come like a bride adorned to meet her husband. This is an image of great love. For in every good marriage, we are given an image of Christ and his bride, the church, in which that love for one another is free and total and faithful and fruitful. The church is to be the bride of Christ, but heaven itself is the perfect adornment of that in love. No, not just in puffy clouds, not just in heart music, but in genuine love of a bride and her groom. And most importantly, number three, John sees a new heaven and a new earth. Not something altogether different, but new. In that what we profess in our creed week after week is so important for us to ponder day after day. We believe in the resurrection of the body, that there is a bodily component to heaven. We can never forget here at St. Mary's, every time we look up at the image of Our Lady of the Assumption, that already there are two bodies in heaven that of Mary and that of her divine Son. And in the end of time, with the resurrection of the body, there will be a corporeal, a bodily component to heaven. What does that mean? We don't know how. We don't know what exactly it will be like, but we do know that it will. And it will not be, I guarantee, like just a bunch of bodies lined up. I'll geek out for a moment. I used to watch Star Trek Next Generation. There was the evil ship, the Borg, when all the people were lined up, plugged into the machine, or the Matrix is another image. That is not, in no way, anyone's idea of heaven. But there are bodies. So how do we ponder that? I'll give you three little examples. I like music, I like art, and I like baseball. Music, you know how important music is to me in the liturgy and also just in my day-to-day life, but I'm not a musician. I kind of wish I were, but I'm not. If I, please God, get to heaven, I want to grow in that. I want to hang out with Beethoven or Mozart or more contemporary musicians. I want to learn music. I like art. I like to sketch. I like to paint. I'm not that good. I want to learn from the greats. I want to learn from Michelangelo and Raphael and Caravaggio. I like baseball. I used to play in high school, but I could never hit the curveball. I want to know how to do that. I want Ted Williams and Babe Ruth and Joe DiMaggio to teach me how to hit it. Okay, so what am I going to do in heaven? I'm going to hang out with Beethoven and Michelangelo and Babe Ruth, presuming that Michelangelo, Beethoven, and Babe Ruth made the cut, I can, because there is no limit to it. How wonderful that is for us to imagine. And on that subject, the recognition of people, so often a question that I'm given 
Father, in heaven will we know the people that we love? Absolutely. The Lord says that love is perfected in heaven. So much so that we will know our spouses, our friends, our loved ones, by their love, the gospel says. To recognize them and to be united. First and foremost, in that primary relationship of love, which is the Lord himself. So that we may experience all the beauties of life. Have you ever been to Rome? You'll be able to in heaven. You've never been to ancient Rome, you'll be able to in heaven. You certainly have never been to the ancient world, but you'll be able to in heaven. Anthony De Stefano got me on this subject, his wonderful book, A Traveler's Guide to Heaven. He gets to the point of saying, and I cringe to say it, but I understand it and I think it's true, you want to ride the dinosaurs? You can do that in heaven. How wonderful for us to ponder all the beauty and all the goodness for it's infinitely better than puffy clouds and harp music.